Welcome back to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, your place to kick overwhelm to the curb and crush your business goals with confidence. I'm Christy Johnson, wedding photographer, community builder, and online educator dedicating to help you feel a little bit less alone in this business journey. Joining me today on the podcast is Brenda Cadman. Brenda is one of only 26 so far verified global Canva experts worldwide. She's the owner of Bonacord Creative, a website development company based in Prince Edward Island, Canada. Brenda has been an entrepreneur for more than 22 years, and as a Canva expert, she has taught thousands of business owners how to use Canva more effectively and efficiently. In particular, she loves to help business owners tame their hot mess Canva accounts by creating an organizational system that ensures they can spend less time in Canva and more time doing what they love. Brenda and I had a great chat. I'm really excited for you to hear the conversation. So here's Brenda Cadman talking about how to organize your Canva account. Brenda, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So for those who are new to Canva, I want to see if you can give us just a brief insight into some of its key features. I know a lot of our listeners probably use Canva all the time, but for anyone who's like, hmm, what is this? I'm intrigued. Give us a little bit of a brief overview. Sure. So most folks will know Canva as a tool they can use to create social media graphics, and that's kind of where it started. That's where people used to um, focus on as far as it was primarily used to create things like Instagram and Facebook posts. And then it's just really broadened out over the years in terms of the templates that they provide. So this, I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was either, I think it was 2013 that they officially founded and I've been using the program since 2014. It has wow. a lot since then. I know it's, it's, I'm one of the OGs as far as Canva goes and it has really kind of evolved into a much broader kind of business design tool. You can use it now not only to create your social media graphics, but for any online content that you need, and not just any online visual content, but also any workbooks that you need to create, or checklists, or business cards, or basically anything. If it's a visual marketing component that you need for your business, there's a very good chance that Canva is going to be able to help you create that. It's not always the best tool for certain printed pieces, but it does have a real wide range of products and designs that they provide you now. So it's wonderful, but it can also be a little overwhelming for a lot of people just because of how much you can do in the tool. That's true. Yeah, I'm literally using it for almost everything that I am doing that has any kind of visuals, PDFs, workbooks, presentations, you know, Instagram posts and everything, Pinterest, even videos I can do, which is like crazy Mm -hmm. to me. But it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. But at least for me, when I first started, using it, I was so excited because I was actually doing a lot of stuff in Photoshop or something like that. And it got so frustrating where I would just, I would just throw in the towel or whatever, because it took so long to open up Photoshop and do all this stuff. So, so I was kind of using it initially, which I'm sure a lot of people have to just create graphics in my business. Now I'm not a graphic designer. I, you know, cannot claim that, but I think that 
graphic designers, I wonder, like, what is their relationship to Canva? I know that some people are like, oh, I hate it. And some people are like, oh, yeah. you can replace a graphic designer in your business. Mm-hmm. No. no. <laughs> so talk to us about a little bit of like, does it really replace the need for a graphic designer or does it not? No, it does not. So any graphic designers listening to this can <laughs> put away the pitchforks. I'm not here to take over your jobs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does not replace the role of a talented brand or graphic designer. I'm still a very big believer in investing in those core branding components that every business owner will likely need at some point. So your logo and figuring out what your color palette and your fonts and what all of those are and how they work together. Because it's it's not just a matter of making something pretty, a talented brand designer is going to work with you to really create a visual brand that reflects your brand personality and your values and who your ideal client is and all of these components that go into that. So it's not a replacement for that. It is just a tool. Now, it's a fantastic tool and there are a lot of templates and things that come with it that you can customize that will have been created by professional designers to begin with. So you're given a really good head start there. But at the same time, if you are putting in, I like to say garbage in, garbage out, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of if you're not putting a solid looking brand in, obviously what's going to come out at the other end is maybe not going to look quite as polished and professional as you'd like. Now, that all said, there are a lot of business owners when they really start at the beginning, they can't invest in that yet. And I don't want them to feel like, oh, well, what's the point of using Canva then? It's just going to, you know, it's going to look like garbage. It's not. It just may not have that level of professionalism and that, you know, it may not connect with your audience in the same way that something a brand designer creates would. However... I don't think any of us are really in a position, any solopreneur or a small business owner really is in a position to have a full-time graphic designer on staff to be able to create your Instagram graphics on the fly. And we need to be able to have a tool to take what our graphic designer has created and carry it through all the materials that we do need to create. Yeah, exactly. It's so useful for the day-to-day you know, posts that I'm putting up or blog graphics or even Instagram stories, but if I don't have a good looking brand or one that reflects my identity or, or those types of things to begin with, then it's, then it's going to be confusing, but yeah, it's a great starting place for anyone. Um, which, which I'm, I'm a huge believer in, like, if you have a passion for something and, and you are letting things hold you back from that passion, like, oh, I don't have a really great logo and I want to get this business out there. Like get the business out there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Don't let that, don't let that hold you up. I mean, exactly. It's an, it is a wonderful thing to be able to have a brand that you are proud of, but ultimately you've got to get started. And it's the same reason I, I never wanted to get hung up on the perfect business name. If you have people to serve, if you have a service to offer, you need to get out there and start doing it. And brands are not written in stone. You are ultimately going to end up at least revamping it and rejuvenating it a little bit if you were lucky to kind of really nail it the first time. But our audiences change. Our service offerings change. Our brand personalities may not change as much, but ultimately you are going to end up revising it at some point. So even if it's not perfect really what is perfect it, it's not going to be perfect get it good enough <laughs> and get out there and create create content you can create some really beautiful 
graphics and and materials for your business in Canva. So it is something I see the value of it. I, that's kind of the point I want to drive home though is there is a real value in the skills and the talent that somebody who does this for a living will bring to the table. But if you're not at a position where you can afford that yet in your business, it is not the end of the road. So don't let that hold you back. Yeah, 100%. So I know that you have a background in professional organization. So tell us a little bit about that and how does that help you work in Canva? I feel like my Canva is a hot mess. Yeah, I and it's funny. I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday and we were trying to talk you know, list what are all the reasons that somebody should care about getting organized in Canva. And I said at one point, well, being organized will, you know, it's going to free you up to find more joy in your life. She's like, Brenda, organization does not bring joy. I'm like, it brings me joy. (laughs) It brings me a tremendous amount of joy. But it, and I do really believe that maybe it doesn't bring you joy, but it is going to bring you a a sense of relief and freedom and it's going to claw back more time that you're not spending searching endlessly for that one design that you know you created two months ago that you now need to make a copy of. If you have a really clearly created filing cabinet within Canva, it is just going to make it so much easier for you to be able to find what you need when you need it so that you can take that time get the project done quickly and move on to more important things in your business. And I say more important, Canva is important in my life, but it should not be the most important thing in somebody else's life if Mm. that is not their business. It should be a tool. It should save you time. It should help you create the things that you need to move the needle in your business. But I don't want to see you spending hours upon hours in it that are not necessary. Yeah, for me, the biggest hurdle that I have, I, I, you know, I finally figured out that, oh, I can put my projects in folders. That's really cool. Yep. Some people might not know that and we can talk about that. But for me, the hardest thing is scrolling through my images and I just feel like I'm constant, my uploads, I'm constantly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to find this photo that I uploaded like a year ago or two years ago. And so I inevitably end up just like re-uploading the picture wherever it was saved on my hard drive because I can and like now find you have, it faster. And now you have four copies of it in uploads. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So do you have any, um, um, can you help me? <laughs> can I save you from your image pile? Yes, I can. Yes. Because don't just think about creating folders for your designs. Think about creating an a photo filing system as well mm. because – Regardless of whether you're on a Canva Pro plan or a free plan, you now have access to create unlimited folders and you can create folders. They've just updated the number of uh, how many you can nest. So it used to be you could only do five levels deep of folders and you can now do 10. They're rolling that out right now. That's going to give you a lot more. You can get a lot more granular that way with the the categorization that you're doing. But don't rely on that uploads folder. I really believe that uploads folder should be a temporary holding box if you're working on a project and you just need to quickly get the image into your account. So if you think of it, think of an office, you're going to have your in tray, your inbox tray, and then you're going to have your filing system. You, you should not be storing your, your papers long term in your inbox they need to go into an actual system. It should just be a a temporary place to hold them and then move them out. So I would like to see people do the same thing with their photos that they're uploading into that uploads folder. Create folders by maybe, you know, if you have images for various clients, break down client folders and move the images into those respective client folders. Maybe you have photos from three different styled stock websites. Create a folder 
for each of those and then move them into those and then maybe further organize them into subject matter. Maybe there's a folder in there for, you know, tablet mock-up styled stock images and another one for mobile and another one for whatever it is. Or you could even break it down by color. So it, yeah. it's really, there's a lot of ways to break it down. It depends on how you would go looking for that image again. If you know there's, it, and it's a worthwhile exercise to think about what's one image that you've used recently in your Canva account. If you had to go find it through some folders, how would you go looking for that? Would you look for it by the subject matter that's in it or by the color mm. or by the client or by the place that you downloaded it from? And start with some sort of organization system around it. And if it's not working, change it. But don't be leaving them all in your uploads folder because you will never find them again. You're right. I never find them. And this is honestly blowing my mind because I de I guess I didn't even really realize that I could put images in a folder. I think yep. what I have been doing is like generally in generally, you know, I go into Canva and all my projects are there. So I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. Eventually I started creating some more in-depth things and realized, oh, I should really organize these types of designs into a folder of the design, yeah. you know, the project. So I didn't even realize, so basically that's all I've done. <laughs> and I, it's I a good start. You could, yeah, I know. It's a start. So at least now if I'm like, oh, I need to look up this presentation or this set of slides for whatever thing that I'm doing, I, I can find that. But so you can actually put, you can actually put, I guess the only way I've ever been browsing is like, your designs or projects or whatever, but you can actually put images and stuff in the folders too? You can. And not only that, I would encourage you, it, I mean, a lot of you listening are going to already have upload folders that you need to just move everything out of that into the other folders. Yeah. But going forward, you can, you know, you can upload the images directly into those folders. You don't have to go through uploads first. And there's a wow. lot of different ways you can do it. So if you are on the projects area of your Canva account and you've opened up the images folder let's say you had just for to keep it easy let's say you had a folder called flowers and you're now going to upload 20 new flower images you could op go and open up the flowers folder and you're either going to be able to um you can upload it directly in i'm trying to remember where it is now i think if you click on the no i'm not going to say anything because ultimately it's going to change by the time someone oh, listens true. to this yeah, yeah, but there, yeah. there are ways that you can do it directly in there but you can also just drag the images into that folder from your desktop from your computer awesome. and it'll load them in directly so that kind of for we're used to that sort of interface on a lot of different programs where if you're moving it into a folder it just copies them in and the same thing does work in Canva so if you know you've got 20 new folder uh, flower photos you want to add drag them all in in one fell swoop into the folder itself and then you'll be able to access your folders from within the design uh, within the design editor there's a little tab that says folders if you can't see it you just need to click on the more three dots mm -hmm. at the bottom of your left of your design menu and you'll see it and then you'll have access to everything that you've put into those folders okay mind blown that's amazing you're saving me so much time already and hopefully other people who are listening as well. Um, that's awesome. Okay, so we've talked about images, but tell me what are some other ways that business owners can get organized in Canva? Like what have been some of those big game changers that you have seen where business owners are like, whoa, this is amazing. Tell us about that. I think one of the biggest ones is, and it's not a big fancy feature, it's just that you can batch organize. I think 
it's mm. not a really obvious functionality. A lot of the times people will, they, yes, you can drag individual designs into a folder, but they'll check, they'll hover over a bunch of them. They'll check them all off and then they'll try to drag a bunch of them into a folder and it doesn't work. And they think that they can only do it one by one. And that's not the case. When you click multiple designs off and they're all selected at the bottom middle of your screen, you're going to see two little icons. You're going to see a folder icon and a trash can icon. And if you tr hit trash, you're going to delete all of those items at one time. But if you click on, well, you know, some people, they need to because you really should be purging your account. Right, right, you right. don't need. But that folder icon, if you click on it, you're now going to be able to drill down your folders or search by folder name in order to find the folder that you want to move all of these designs into. So if you are moving designs one by one, please know there is a... So if you are moving files one by one, please know that there is a much faster way to be doing this. Okay, that's amazing. I did not know that. I think I have been doing it one by one. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, anything else that you would say that is really, really important for people to know about getting organized in Canva? Like, um, what would you say? Play, pay very close attention to how you're naming your designs. We tend to fall into a trap of, you know, copying an existing design and then we don't rename it to reflect the new content that's in it. We may just leave it as copy of whatever it was. And then not only does that not properly inform you about what's actually in it, if you are not including key terms in how you're naming things, it's going to make it harder for you to find them if you do want to use that search bar at the top. Because e even if you have the best filing system in there, often it's going to be really fast, the fastest thing to do to just use that search bar. But if you didn't name it in a way that you can go retrieve it later on, you are making your life a lot more difficult than it needs to be. That's very true. And would you recommend, in terms of getting organized, would you recommend starting you know, today with all of your new files going forward? Or would you actually, do you ever teach a system for your clients to go back and get things in the past yeah. in the farther reaches of their Canva account organized? Absolutely. And I mean, if you are new to Canva and you don't have that much stuff in there to begin with, great. You can start organized from the beginning, create some sort of system. You'll probably end up refining your organizational system multiple times until you get just what you need while you're learning how you use the platform. But you're you're kind of starting from a clean slate. If you've been using it for a long time, uh, a lot of veteran users may already have a thousand designs, 1500 designs, 2000 designs in there. And the idea of going back and organizing them, this is not an afternoon project. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more time. And I think that just feels so daunting that a lot of folks just put it off altogether because it doesn't feel urgent and they would rather spend a bunch of time searching for it each time that they need it because it just, they're, they're not, the funny thing is they are experiencing the pain of that without really understanding how much it is hurting them. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that if you cumulatively looked at how much time you've wasted searching for unnecessary things, you would that would probably get you a lot of time back that you could be using into something far more important in your business or unrelated to your business, something just enjoyable, something far more enjoyable than searching for Canva designs. But I do encourage people that if you, you are going to have to sit down and 
do some put some sort of organizational system into it. Whether you want to do this in one great big project and just get it done, or you want to tackle it in little bite-sized chunks, 15 minutes a week, 30 minutes a week until it's done. That is up to, you know, that's up to your individual preferences because I don't want you to feel, I don't want you, you know, cursing my name in the middle of organizing (laughs) because you feel like you have to do this all in one go. You don't. Do as much as you're comfortable with, but something is better than nothing. And if you just want to go through and start by going scrolling down to the bottom and deleting anything you know you don't need that's a great first step because there's no point in organizing stuff that you don't need anymore or move what you just want for reference or you might need in the future into an archive folder and then just slowly whittle away at what's left i've also talked to people who knew they just were not going to be able to get to this organizational project for the long term, but they want to be organized moving forward and they'll go through they'll do a purge of what they don't need and then they'll move all the other stuff into temporary to be organized folders. So they know this is a project Mm -hmm. they have to do and they're kind of moved into a, you know, an action folder, but now they have a nice clean projects page when they go to it. So that alone gives them the quick win, the, you know, that kind of relaxation feeling going into it rather than feeling overwhelmed by everything in Mm -hmm. there. And I think that's a good place to start if the, sight of all of your designs is just kind of, you know, preventing you from being able to move forward. Yeah. Awesome. So utilizing the folders, um, features and, and also having a good naming convention so that things make sense when you try to search for them. And I think honestly, the idea of, of organizing things based on the way that you, that you are using it. So are you, yeah. you know, when I, for example, when I go in and creating design, a lot of times I'm looking for pictures of myself or, or, um, and so I could have a folder of like headshots or whatever, yep. or I could have a folder of, um, different projects that I'm working on for my current courses or whatever it is I'm creating. So I think, think about how you use it. Do you have, like you said, colors, flowers, lots of things. So it's not, it's not necessarily even like one size fits all. Like how do you search in Canva and and see what you can see what you can do there, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Everybody's going to have their own way of, of how they organize information and how their brain works to retrieve information. So even if you just spend some time looking through everything you have and starting to jot down what these broader categories might be, the chunks will start, the buckets of information will start to become obvious to you and everybody's business is going to be a little bit different. The kinds of things I'm creating and how I'm using Canva is very different than somebody else who is a copywriter or somebody else who is a health coach. I obviously, everything in my stuff is about Canva for the most part, but I'm still going to have some general categories like I've got one for social media and underneath that it's broken down into the each of the platforms that's how i go looking for it somebody else might break it down by project and then within that project they have all the social media um, designs so there's no right or wrong answer the important thing is to create a system that works for you and then stick to it and if it's feeling if there's too much friction in using the system you have you're going to need to revise it Mm -hmm. and tweak it until it feels comfortable and easy for you to be able to put things away in the future. Mm. Yeah, I think that's ultimately the goal is for you to enjoy spending time there, to save time, and to have a system that works for you. 
So these are things that you teach clients, right? So tell me yep. about how you, do you work with clients individually? Do you have classes? How does that work for you? So you're catching me right when uh, my answer is actually changing. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I do have courses. One of them, there I have many courses, many trainings. Um, and then I do twice a year, a larger kind of high touch program. But there is a mini course specifically to walk you through the process of getting organized. It's a video walkthrough of how to do all these things, how to tackle it in those steps. But what's changing is I have been getting asked so frequently if I do one-on-one -on -one support and I have just been dragging my feet about it because I have had so many other things on the go. Mm -hmm. But I surveyed my email list this week actually to ask, is that something they would be interested in? And more than 50% of the responses indicated they were interested in getting one-on-one -on -one wow. services, which is kind of mind-blowing, but it does indicate a need. So that is something I am building out now and I hope I'll have in place for August. So, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. So you are a verified Canva expert. Tell me what does that actually mean? That's a good question. <laughs> so as far as the name, it, it is actually, it's verified global Canva expert. It is such a mouthful and it would be lovely to have some sort of tightened up term. And I think we're getting close to that. Um, basically there's no certification would be wonderful to see a certification for Canva in the future, but that does not exist at this time. It's an invite-only program, and there are 26 of us now. It was 25 initially when we when the program formally went live this spring, and they just added a lovely new expert from Japan uh, last week, I think. So we were selected by various Canva community managers based on the kind of content that we put out. We're all either educators or YouTubers or tra we train in Canva. At some capacity, we are creating content and helping teach how to use the platform more effectively, not just in business. Some focus on teaching how to use Canva to self-publish books. Uh, others are specialized in how to use it for video or you know, really focused on design tutorials. My approach tends to be more about the business side of it and how to use it in your business, how to get organized in it, how to use, um, you know, use it faster and smarter and these kind of short, quick little tips. And I will leave, you know, how to use it for creating great video to those who specialize in it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So you know your stuff. That's basically what it means. <laughs> And people, can you know, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, yeah, I, oh, I like yeah. to think so. And it's nice to, it, it is nice to have that formal recognition. I'm not going to lie. I was very honored to be selected as part of it. And, um, you know, if I can take what I've learned since, oh gosh, I guess it's been what, eight years now, eight plus years that I've been using the program. If I could take that knowledge and help other businesses use it more effectively and efficiently in their own businesses, then, um, you know, job, job done. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. So, man, it has been such a pleasure having you here on the podcast. I would just love to give you the opportunity if there's anything else that you want to share with the listeners. Um, we'd love to hear that. Otherwise, where can they hang out with you or connect with you online? Best place to find me is either on my website, which is just brendacadman.com, but you may also want to join us in our How to Use Canva Facebook community. There's at last check, it's over 7,600 of us in there. And it's easy to find if you just go to howtousecanva.com. It'll forward you to the Facebook group. Perfect. 
Brenda, thank you so much for being here. This was great. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Christy.